gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe here in this great hall of justice. Superheroes have to be around other superheroes. You know what I mean? That's the Hall of Justice is more about them just commiserating about their powers and less about them like actually fighting crime. So what uh what is this place anyway? Is this some type of fancy DMV? Are you kidding? It's the Hall of Justice. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast. Go, go, go with a smile. Welcome to another episode of the Hall of Justice, where we talk about superheroes and genres, but for adults. If you know what the Hall of Justice is, well, then you're in our demographic. This week, the week that this podcast is released... Maybe you're listening to it in the future. In that case, tell me how the flying car is. There is another Warner Brothers DC Universe animated movie. A few weeks ago, we spoke to the writer of Legion of Superheroes, Josie Campbell, and she was great. Uh, That's episode 317. And it comes on the heels of a movie that was released in 2020 called Superman, Man of Tomorrow. The DC animated movies are the gold standard in superhero animation. And while whatever's going on with their live action stuff, and we are not naive to it, uh, there have been announcements, and we haven't done a podcast on it just because all it is is a bunch of words. We haven't seen anything yet. Still, the animated movies continue. They started way back in 2007 with Superman Doomsday. From 2013 to 2020, there was the Tuckerverse, or the DC Animated Movie Universe. And that was all based on the comic books, The New 52. We've done a host of podcasts with James Tucker, the executive producer of those films. And those are some of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done. We've done voice actors with that, directors. There's so much in the archive section of the Hall of Justice about the Tuckerverse. That started with Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox, and went all the way through to Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, which I have said is the gold standard of dark superhero animation. The Tomorrowverse started in August of 2020, and it consists of six movies so far. They're all interconnected somehow. It started with Superman, Man of Tomorrow, which introduced Darren Criss as the new Superman. Then came Justice Society, World War II, followed by parts one and two of Batman the Long Halloween. Then in July of last year, they had Green Lantern, Beware My Power, which introduced Jon Stewart. That movie, if you recall, uh, was written by the great, the legendary, John Semper, and it was such a privilege to have the creator of the all-time greatest Spider-Man animated series from the 90s uh, on this podcast talking about Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Ernie Altbacher doesn't suck either, let's be honest. He was great on the show, too. Throughout the time on this podcast, we have done a lot with DC Animation, not because we have to, we want to. And there was a time where all we wanted to do on this podcast was rate these movies. Uh, They are truly the gold standard. Some we like more than others, and I make no secret about that, but we at least give an open mind to all of them 
And I will say, after seeing Legion of Superheroes, there's a real connection to Green Lantern Beware My Power in that there is a twist in the third act that you seriously do not see coming. So the sixth movie is called Legion of Superheroes. Before we get to our guest today, let's hear the trailer. Legion Academy. If you want it, you could train here. Think of them as the future's Justice League. It is so great to meet you. I'm Monel. This is the rest of the Academy trainees. We are the front lines, administering justice and preventing war. Your cousin is a problem. She's failed to control her powers. Brainiac? I am not going to let you hurt anyone else. With her abilities, that makes her a threat. I don't like what you're implying. We still have no idea where the rest of the Legion is. I've seen the Dark Circle. Come on, we don't have very much time. It's up to us. So let's go be heroes. Legion of Superheroes is a Supergirl story. And if you love the live-action Supergirl, well, this continues to tell the tale of Kara Zor-El. Without giving too much away, you see her origin. And in that trailer, you see that she is taken by Superman to the 31st century, where she meets the Legion of Superheroes. Our guest today plays Invisible Kid on Legion of Superheroes. Zeno Robinson is a voice actor who's been in a number of things that are superhero adjacent. He's been in a ton of anime. He's also in Young Justice, where he played Cyborg. He was in Animaniacs. He was in Lego Star Wars. He was in Transformers Earthspark. He was in the most recent Marvel Spider-Man series. And here he's playing Invisible Kid. Zeno Robinson is here with us here on the podcast. And uh, Zeno, uh, this is going to be our last episode where we don't spoil the bejesus out of uh, Legion of Superheroes. But I saw it. (laughs) And there's definitely a twist to it. It it, it gets mm-hmm. it gets pretty dark. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> no secret about that. Uh, tell us about the process and what it was like being invisible, kid. Yeah, uh, invisible being invisible, kid was really really cool. I I, I got an email saying that our our illustrious director uh, was Gleason. Uh, he had reached out and he uh, and we had worked together. I think before this previously on uh, Super Sons. Um, so I was in that right. film as well. And uh, he uh, he said, hey, do you want to be an Invisible Kid uh, in this new movie? And I was like, of course I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I watched the, the Legion of Superheroes uh, as a kid. The cartoon came out with like Yuri Lowenthal as uh, Superboy. That's right. Um, that's right. He was Superboy. Yeah, well, he and was they Superboy. couldn't call him Superboy because of some goofy legal thing. Right, right. The legal thing. So he was Superman, technically. He was Superman, but he was like 15 years old. Right, right. And then I'm glad that sort of carried over into this one. Um, and yeah, it was a, it's a really fun process. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Wes let me play a lot with uh, Invisible Kid and the humor. And uh, we did a lot of work, like just kind of bringing him and grinding him down uh, into reality. Uh, and I love kind of playing these like uh, one of these like underdog kids who like um, kind of isn't who's who's connected to the main Legion of Superheroes team, but sort of like the kind of sort of the the kids in training, sort of the the backup team, the B team 
sort of kind of stepping up and, and saving the day. You know, you mentioned uh, Super Sons and we, we did a bunch of episodes on, on Super Sons and uh, mm-hmm. got a chance to meet uh, the, the the main cast of, of that. You've been doing, oh, cool. you know, you started your career a lot in anime, but mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. you you seem to be uh, getting <laughs> every role under the sun in mainstream <laughs> a- animation. Are you the hardest working guy? I mean, Animaniacs, Young Justice, uh, oh, uh, Transformers, uh, the list goes on and on. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I want to work harder. I don't, I don't, I don't. Th- I think there's actors out there who work harder than me. Um, but I, I am blessed for for everything that I, I've I've done so far. I'm very thankful for everyone who's called me. And my start was actually I did I started doing Young Justice before the anime popped off. Uh, uh, Young oh, wow. Justice was was uh, 2017, and like stuff like Hawks and stuff didn't come in until like 2019, 2020. Uh, Young Justice was was freaking great because that was my favorite show. That was my favorite cartoon when it was out. And so, like, being such a big part of it, especially on the return year, was was really cool. Um, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, hopefully I can work even harder and keep that keep that streak going, you know? <laughs> well, and it was amazing in uh, in Young Justice because you you acted, uh, you know, alongside Carrie Payton, who yeah, was Cyborg yeah. for years, and you played yeah. Cyborg, a different Cyborg, but nonetheless, you were the the Victor Stone character, and it's you were in scenes with Carrie Payton. Yeah, it was crazy. I I remember auditioning for that, and um, when I auditioned for it, it was kind of codenamed, but like I feel like if you were like DC savvy, you could tell like the Warner Brothers like sort of style of audition sides and. I was like, oh, this kind of sounds like Cyborg. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm, what I'm auditioning for this. There's a guy. There's a guy who's already this guy. Like, <laughs> and they hire him every single time. So, uh, like, there's there's an established Cyborg. And I was like, I don't want to touch that, you know. But I auditioned anyway. Just, you know, I was like, okay, I guess I'll audition for it. And and, uh, and then they told me that it was, uh, when I got the call back, they told me it was Young Justice. And I freaked out. And I was like, okay, well, then, I guess, I, I guess Kari is everybody else. So, <laughs> you know, right, everybody I guess else. there is there is room to to play cyborg and i actually got to meet him we never got to unfortunately like because he's he's so busy on the walking dead i never got to record with him um but we did pass each other we did walk past each other and he kind of gave me this big hug and i felt very welcomed i was very scared i was like this i know this is your boy i don't want to you know i didn't want to like uh i guess like you know i didn't want to like it's kind of like going in someone else's territory and i didn't want to i didn't want to feel like i, was, I didn't want to feel like i was doing that but like uh, wearing somebody else's clothes like you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah diedrich bader uh, came on this podcast talked about acting as batman in the brave of the bold opposite kevin right. the late great uh kevin conroy and what that right. must have been like you know what i mean yeah. like you it, it it's not it's not a knock on your work and it's not a knock on their work. It's not right. But there are iconic connections to certain characters. A hundred percent. And so I felt like with Vic, it was like, how do I honor that? Like, how do I, how do I honor that? And also make it my own at the same time, like as my, like with myself as an artist. And I did definitely try to use some elements of, of Kari. Cause I grew up, I grew up on Kari Payton Cyborg. So, um, and and so like having him play my dad was like a cool little like cherry on top. It was a nice little, nice little frosting on the cake. 
I, I can I, I can just imagine what kind of a of a of a fan were you? You mentioned Legion of Superheroes, which is a great show that nobody talks about. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, what was your, I mean, you're a little younger than me, so you're going to make me feel <laughs> like I'm about a thousand years old when you say this. But what were some of the, the big uh, properties, whether it's Marvel, DC or Star Wars or whatever? Mm. What was what was yeah. your what was your drug of choice? I was I was all of that. I was I was all of that. I think growing up, I I, I watched so, a little more in DC because I was a big cartoon guy. So like, you know, I grew up on Superman the animated series and Superman sixty four and you know, uh, Batman the animated series and Batman <laughs> Vengeance the game. You know, uh, oh, big, I was big Batman. gamer, huh? Big gamer. So you know, uh, I had Batman. Uh, you know, I grew up on Batman Beyond. I actually I actually dressed up as Batman Beyond one Halloween. um that was pretty cool that was like my favorite costume um and static you know that's 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 static was like what sort of made me realize like my racial identity and my place like in the world i was like oh like he looks like me like you know and then of course um you know, I grew up on like Spectacular Spider-Man and just all these great, you know, I, I, I did grow up on Star Wars, but, you know, then working in the industry on, on Ben 10 and then Dwayne McDuffie, the late great Dwayne McDuffie, great. Was, yeah. uh, uh, he was the story editor on, on Ben 10 Alien Force, which was my first ever job. So I got to like tell him how much static meant to me. And like, he was my phone screen and, you know, I'm just this 14, I was like Virgil's age, you know, I was this kid who just, who, who, uh, really really enjoyed like all of these worlds and so now that i get to sort of play in them this is a big lesson i can i I can just just imagine um Mm -hmm. what's your what's your thought on the the dc movies and the direction that they've been going you know there's been so much tumult that's the best Mm -hmm. word that i can use uh, (laughs) to describe the live action stuff but the animated Mm -hmm. movies i mean every two or three months Mm -hmm. these things come out and they're all different and Mm -hmm. uh you know, there's there's ones uh, that can be your favorites. There are ones that can mm-hmm. can not be your jam. And the, mm-hmm. the 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 standard of excellence with these films continues mm-hmm. to exist. Absolutely, I I completely agree. Uh, I've always DC animation has just always been excellent. Um, it, it it always has a like a quality level that sort of uh is a standard in like superhero animated storytelling um that's why like with with young justice that was like sort of my favorite you know my favorite cartoon at the time the the level of storytelling was so complex and nuanced and mature we had we had greg weissman on the podcast greg weiss anything greg touches so far has been excellent gargoyles no, no, no matter how good young justice can get gargoyles is that much better right uh, freaking uh, what else did he do? Uh, uh Star Wars. He did the, I think yep. like the first season of Rebels, which was yep. excellent. Um, spectacular Spider Man. Uh, which yep. is to this day one of the like the top tier Spider Man cartoons. Um, and like so, I look at you know even what 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 DC is doing now. Like Super Sons was a fresh kind of art art style that we hadn't seen in a while, especially mm-hmm. for for DC films, and it was it was amazing. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I love uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a recent favorite of mine, uh, okay. which dropped like both those, like did the comic crossover and dropped those worlds both in this like dark reality, which I, I really, I really enjoyed the action, the storytelling oh, cool. and how fun it was. Um, I really, really love that one. I think like 
I know DC was doing sort of the the New Fifty Two thing. It was doing the New Fifty Two yep. world for they a while. They call it the uh, the Tuckerverse. James Tucker. The was Tuckerverse. And, and that's now, a Apocalypse War, which is the darkest effing movie. Right. Oh, my gosh. Seen. Yeah. <laughs> Even before that, I, I really, I, really I, I, I can watch that again and again and again. That is that right. is a tortured movie. It's a dark movie. But I like what some, some of the twists they did. Like, they, they did Batman Hush, and it, it wasn't Hush. Yeah. It was, like, freaking Reverse Flash from yeah. uh, Flashpoint Paradox, which I love Flashpoint Paradox. Like, I remember when it came out, I like bought the DVD and I like brought it to a bunch of friends. I was like, "Hey, watch this movie; it's pretty freaking good." Um, well, it's kind so of date me. Had you started your career at that point, or is that no? I don't. You, think... you were not voice acting at that point. I I was I was auditioning still. I was okay. still attempting, uh, but nothing. <laughs> I think at that point, still, I only was doing like some a- some anime here and there, and uh, I think at that point, I was. I was Randy Robertson in Spider-Man, which was like only a couple episodes. Nice. Uh, um, but yeah, it hadn't even... Randy Wa- even... Robertson, the son of Robbie Robertson. Of Robert, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that I love kind of this new direction DC is going in uh, with like they have like now this new this new sort of universe, the Tomorrowverse. And the then, Tomorrowverse, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's cool to be a part of that. Jensen like, Eccles is Batman and Darren Chris is Superman. Right, and, Superman. And it started wow. with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. And it was actually, they just did uh, Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Yes, I actually December. just watched that. Yeah, yeah, I just watched that not too long ago. And that, like Hawkwoman was in it. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, I really, really, I, I, I enjoy the Tomorrowverse, especially the art style uh, a lot. I watched both parts of the long the long halloween um so it was really uh, it's really cool yeah legion of superheroes is right in that universe it's it's clearly yeah. that those characters and and absolutely you see it and uh what i thought was neat is like the green lantern movie where they're introducing john stewart in this one you're introduced to kara like you're mm-hmm. introduced to this legion but it's mm-hmm. kara's story to get you there and right. she hadn't been in this universe yet and this this confirms my theory that any good Supergirl story can have Superman in it and doesn't right. steal her thunder. And, right. And that's my argument about the first season of Supergirl when she would text Clark. Mm. And I was like, no, he has to be there. He's, he's right. Superman. Like, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. And I thought the idea of having her be the introduction to the Legion was a perfect way of telling a story and yet having it, you know, you would not be surprised if that Legion turns up in a future DC oh, yeah. movie and you yeah. have this story with them. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, what I like about the Legion is that there's always like a, so there's always a crossover between the future and like sort of the quote unquote present of DC. Like even young justice was sort of setting up this like Legion crossover in this recent season. Um, and uh, there was like a lot of Legion crossover and like, even in the comics, like Legion lost when a bunch of Legionnaires just got stuck in the present. Um, so it would not be surprising to me at all that like uh, that, you know, the Legion would make another appearance. But I agree with you. I think like having Kara be the bridge uh, instead of like, say, Superman, uh, which it's still it's still it, like it still signifies Superman's legacy and Superman as a hero because of the how much the Legion themselves idolize Superman. Um, but Kara being that bridge, I think, sort of even enforces that a little a little more with, you know, like him being a legend. She could see it and then she could see his impact 
years later and still try to like measure how does she measure up to that you know yeah it's pretty pretty remarkable um the without again the next time we do an episode on legion of superheroes we are spoiling the hell out of it but letting people (laughs) see it (laughs) we're not we don't want to be a jerk um but there are a couple of moments in legion of superheroes that tease future movies Mm-hmm. And they they do a remarkable job of teasing future stories. Um, it just uh, I guess that's all I I can say. And what I think <laughs> is remarkable about that is it's a standalone story that doesn't have to be a standalone story. Like mm-hmm. it's not. It, it I think it, I think the Tomorrowverse is like that. Where if you watch any one of those out of order, you can right. pretty much follow along. Like yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not episodic in that nature. Right, right. You don't like need one, like you don't need one for the other and et cetera, et cetera. Like you could watch them all and then you can, once you watch them all, you can see the universe in its, in its, in its totality, but you could still watch them individually and they're still standalone films that stand in their own stories. What about the idea that the, the modern way of recording uh, voice animation, it's all solo? You know, COVID had a major impact on that, but still, like, if you think about the early shows, you know, like Mm -hmm. you were referencing, they all talked about how it was radio plays. And now everybody kind of does their own thing. I always think that's harder on the editor, but nonetheless, that's, Mm -hmm. that's as somebody who edits podcasts for for, for my gigs. So I, I, I I can, I can empathize with that. What about the Mm -hmm. idea of having to act by yourself? Yeah, I, uh, I, prefer uh group recordings i know in some shows i do we still do them like as many as much as we can like uh on transformers for example like our first session even though it was all over zoom we tried to have everybody there um really? and yeah we tried to have everyone there over zoom so we could hear each other and like work off of each other um and you're recording think, like, locally right like like everybody's recording locally right as good as like, zoom is closets. i mean let's yeah, face it it yeah. sounds like we're in the same we're, room together right we're doing backup recordings in our own booths and stuff right. like that. Um, but like, I do miss those days of, of going in with the entire cast and just riffing and playing. But what I, what I, what I enjoy most about group recordings is the other actors around me are so good that they, that they immediately, game. they raise my game. I young justice was like, it was crazy. It was like, it was me and then Nolan North. And then Jesse McCartney and two guys down. It's Troy Baker, you know, and it's like, ah, like, you know, Eric Lopez. I was like, ah. And I'm like this kid who like just likes the show. And I'm like, you know, I'm like standing up and they're like, you want to sit? I'm like, no, like, you know, like I have, you know, like these guys are so good. Like I gotta, you know, how do I, I have to measure up to that? But they, they're also so excellent that they have a, me- a way, like when you're in the room of immediately transporting you into the story. My first ever like group record uh, out like when I started acting like when it started uh, taking off again when uh, we did the first episode of the Marvel Spider Man cartoon uh, with Robbie Damon as Spider Man and uh, like just all and they had almost everybody there and um, like just having everyone there uh, immediately when they started the show they started the show dropped me into the world. And so because I was so like enveloped in the world, it w- it made my job easier because I was already in it. Like everyone else was doing such a good job at like storytelling and like being in it. It 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 took me there. 
And so because I was there, it like made it easier to kind of live there as whoever I was playing. And I think that's kind of what I miss the most is like, uh, which I want to get back to eventually. I think everybody does. But yeah, uh, recording alone is sort of like, it takes a little more work. Now. Like um, you have to be really, really like tapped in in here. Um, yeah, man, it's like, it's, it's, it's a little less fun <laughs> for me yeah. personally. No, I get it. I, 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 I totally get it. I, it's just been it's it's just a trend in all of mm-hmm. animation. I mean, it's what yeah. technology has uh, allowed, and you mm-hmm. know, there's positives and negatives to it. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely it's not a it's not a a good thing or a bad thing. It's just it's a, it's a very different uh, thing yeah. about it. And one thing um, you mentioned about introducing the world and Legion of superheroes that reminded me uh, when I heard you say that it reminded me of Super Sons. Because what they mm. did was they made the kid, Jonathan, introduce, mm. you know, they introduce him to this world. And mm. it's almost like you're introducing the viewer to the mm. world that most of the viewers kind of know already. Right. You know, right. Of, Legion's different in that, you know, you can be a decent comic book fan and you don't have to know everything about the Legion of Superheroes. Right. Exactly. Uh, and I think that's what I like about these kind of films is like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, even when I got the script, it's like, oh, we're we're doing the Legion already? Like, that's cool. Like, like we haven't, there hasn't been like a Legion animated thing in a really long time. Outside of Young Justice, what Young Justice was doing in season four, like um, a Legion hasn't had an animated kind of thing since that cartoon. Um, so uh, I sent that cartoon and I think Teen Titans, but um yeah i thought it was really cool actually no not some things i'm just uh, no uh just the unlimited right well you know the one thing i i can say of, about this tomorrow verse again we're not spoiling it uh <laughs> it gets it gets dark um yeah it's not yeah. it's not apocalypse war let, let, let's not kid ourselves and one thing i've said about this tomorrow verse is that it's a pretty uh, it's it's not a very predictable universe. I mean, there's Which, there's there's things about it. I mean, we can spoil uh, the Green Lantern. I mean, Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, being being the bad guy in 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 yeah yeah in, in, in Green Lantern. I mean that that you didn't see coming. And mm-hmm. there's moments like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's moments like that in Legion. That in, yeah. in Legion of Superheroes, you will literally say, "Holy." Sh- crap i didn't mm-hmm. see that coming and that's a testament to telling a story about characters that have been around for years and years and decades and decades right want to have something kind of new it's kind of like the theory of like it's kind of like the the people getting tired of seeing batman's origin story every time he's introduced it's like we know right, right. how it's many like, times can we, the wayne how many times right <laughs> you know it's like we I know we know already I so it's it. like no. Flipping it, it, flipping something you think you know on its head. Even with like Batman Hush, I was like, oh, okay, like here's the reveal of who Hush is going to be. And it turned out to be freaking uh, like the Riddler or something, right? And I was like, whoa, like that's not okay. They're doing something kind of new and kind of different. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so it's like taking what you think you know and being like, okay, we're going we're gonna to flip it so we can still surprise uh, the audience. Um, and I thought that was really, that's really cool. I think that's a cool element. And like DC, even in the early films, when you had like Mask of the Phantasm and, oh. you know, the, you know, you, you even have even Batman year one and stuff like that. Like the, those films are always, were always dark. Superman Doomsday, it was always 
they were they were always like they always had this element of of being dark which i think people liked about him um because it, it was it just played into the the nuances of the storytelling so kind of kind of they returning edgier. to that yeah they're edgier. yeah 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 uh, yeah, so there's, I think we're there's definitely a, a couple of moments in Legion that you're like, holy shit. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. uh, lastly, before we uh, let, let you go, uh, tell me about your social media and how social media, you mentioned you're a big gamer. Um, mm-hmm. How has social media helped your career? Uh, has it hurt your career? Is it the toxic cesspool that it is for others. <laughs> tell me, tell me about your, uh, your, your, your social media and how people can interact with you. Yeah, I'm very active on Twitter uh, at childish Gamzino. Uh, social media has helped my career. I think a lot like this, this all got, this all uh, got arranged because Gary reached out to me on Twitter and he DM'd me and he said, Hey, do you want to do some interviews? And I said, yeah. Um, and so it helps my career in ways like that. I think the, the fact though that like i need social media is maybe a detriment and i think social media has hurt my career in ways of making uh sometimes i can feel like my work is delegitimized by celebrities uh so it's like you yeah sometimes you see uh celebrities getting cast and you're like i want a true voice guy to get it you know or it's just like i'll audition for something and i'll know that they're just gonna cast the celebrity because social media is a thing and because the celebrity has such and such followers so that means such and such eyes on the product like everybody knows the reason right it's like it's a marketing thing it's a uh it's a ensemble cast thing it's a notability thing but it's like it's still I think uh, I, I think it, it kind of feel like it delegitimizes like my work as a as a voice actor and like um like it it it, it leads me to think that I'm somehow not as talented as someone else or like that I'm somehow like not as much of a draw when I personally think like celebrity names can add to a project but it ultimately I feel like people don't really care as long as it sounds good or as long as it's good um and i think sometimes in this medium especially like voice actors don't get that opportunity to dig into that really good that that to to some of the better storytelling materials because it's the celebrities are 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 doing those roles (laughs) one of the things i can honestly say no no but on this podcast we love voice actors so we love talking to voice people uh and i think that 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 it helps in an audio medium i think that's another yeah thing that that voice actors just bring something sure it's great to have big names on the podcast especially when they retweet the podcast that helps right. uh, but, <laughs> but uh to- totally uh i totally get uh what you're saying and you could tell when people are cast and it, it feels disjointed yeah it, it just does uh Zeno, not, congrats- not, to, not anything against it though I'm no just no saying, no like, it's, a, it's a, that's an artistic choice just like yeah you know that that that's what those it's- things are uh, yeah. Zeno, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, man. Uh, congrats pleasure, on man. Legion. Uh, congrats on Super Sons and all the 7,000 things that you're doing. Uh, <laughs> and so I know much. I've ignored yeah. something, but it was unintentional. Uh, no, no <laughs> question so it's okay. about it. Uh, listen, uh, come back. Uh, let's let's continue to talk about the, the industry and superheroes cool. and all that stuff. You have an open invite on the podcast, man. Oh, thank you so much. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to just geek out about superheroes. Maybe longer than 30 minutes next time. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Zeno Robinson, Legion of Superheroes, was released on February 7th. It is available wherever you can get Blu-rays and DVDs and digital. 
Uh, it's on iTunes. There's, it's on Voodoo. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, Legion of Superheroes. Just get it. See it. Uh, it's re- it's really good. And uh, next time we talk about Legion of Superheroes, we are going to spoil everything. So you have been warned. Next week on the podcast, Spencer Garrett. He has been in a lot. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Recently, he was on the show Winning Time, the Lakers show, uh, where he plays the great Chick Hearn. He was in For All Mankind. I mentioned I love For All Mankind. There's so much to talk about with Spencer Garrett, and that's coming up next week on the podcast. The following week, we are going to review Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, the latest from Marvel. That's the next two weeks on the podcast. Thanks to Zeno Robinson. Thanks to Warner Brothers for setting us up with this great interview. Enjoy Legion of Superheroes, and we'll see you next week. Believe it or not,